The following thoughts, opinions, stories, and expressions are meant for those who will appreciate them. If you don't, we hope you keep an open soul to encounter another here on 34 Questions. Peace. What's going on, folks? Welcome to 34 Questions. I'm your host, 34. Tonight, we have a very special guest. Mr. Patina Pete is in the building. How you doing, Pete? What's up, y'all? I'm good, man. It's, I mean, I guess it's October in 2021. Yeah, man. I'm still stuck in March 2020. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, just hanging in there, doing good. Good to see you. Good to see you, man. Um, I want to thank you again for stopping by, making time for this, and uh, being open to share your story. Uh, for the folks out there who are unfamiliar with the flow of the show, we do some intro questions, some warm-up questions just to set the tone. And then afterwards, we'll jump into the main interview where, Pete, you either choose your numbers or we could turn to the Wheel of Fate. And then after that, we'll finish things off uh, with a few close-up questions. Sound good to you? Yeah, sounds great. Let's do it. All right, man. Well, my very first question for you is, how have you been? in general man like you know it's been maybe four or five years since we we kind of yeah. talked linked up uh so you've been doing well you've been doing great how you been lately man uh i think like everyone it's a mixed bag um but overall in a very contemplative place you know like like i was saying before this started social media shut down for i don't know half the day yesterday but what a moment where we could all kind of just pause um, and COVID's felt like a larger version of that, of course. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's just been really interesting to see personally over the past year and a half, how I've kind of reflected on my place in everything right now, but also like how we're all reflecting and figuring out our own places. You know, do we ever want to go back to an office and work nine to five every day? No, that seems psychotic now. Do we <laughs> you know, want to work remote? Do we, you know, just all these things that we're thinking about in new ways. Um, yeah, so that's that's kind of been a narrative going through the past year or two. But man, since we've last seen each other, everything's different. <laughs> I was in my 20s. I'm 30 now. Um starting to get sore in the mornings <laughs> um but yeah overall doing good still in sf love it here i'm in the in the presidio now like the golden gate bridge is a five minute walk from me now and it's just a true blessing to be surrounded by nature all the time so really thankful for that for sure man for sure i'm definitely happy to to hear that you're doing well and yeah. you mentioned, you know, finding your or thinking about your place in the world. Uh, how how are you with that? You you feel like you you have a solid idea, or you're still? It all out. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I mean, it's. I mean, turning thirty, it's one of those. There's a there's a story by Franz Kafka that I've been. It's a really, really short, it's like a paragraph, but it's about this mouse and he's in one corner of the room and he, you know, starts taking a few steps in the room, kind of opens out 
and he keeps walking and walking and it gets bigger and bigger. And about halfway through, you know, it starts getting smaller and smaller and keeps walking and no matter where it goes, it gets smaller and smaller. And then by the end, he's back in a corner, but has nowhere to go. And then a cat eats him. It's a metaphor for life, but um, I feel like after turning 30, I feel myself as that mouse a little bit, getting closer to the halfway point and realizing just how, I don't know, like you can't do everything you want in life. There's a lot of things you can do, but like can't do it all. And so you have to really double down on the things you want to do and try and figure that out. And so that's, that's what I've been trying to do. And I don't have all the answers, but, you know, I feel comfortable with the attempts and trying to just see what resonates. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. Uh, Does I that think make that, sense? It makes total sense, man. Uh, I, I turned 30 as well since the last time I seen you. I'm 31 Congrats. now. <laughs> thank you. Oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but that, the whole that story you were talking about, the mouse getting yeah. to the halfway point. For you, do you feel like it? it's better to, to, see, to see it as the room getting bigger and bigger? Or do you like the fact that it feels like it's getting smaller and smaller? For well, I mean, when things get bigger and bigger, it feels like, I don't know, there's, there's definitely a overwhelming sensation where there's almost too much choice, um, where you could be anything and you don't want to make the wrong decision. And I think that's definitely what college was. That's what the teenage years were like. There were just so many attempts to try and figure out what the hell was going on on all the levels. Um, but yeah, now now that I'm in my 30s, it's, it's sort of like a, a hacking away of the things that I know I don't want, whether that's in friendships with myself, with things I want to commit my time to it's becoming a little bit clearer and defined whereas before it was just blurry and there were too many things so um, now, now it feels a little more I don't know like easier to grasp and also like appreciate because you know like these things do create joy they create satisfaction and you can develop that more to get to a point where I don't really feel like even more fulfilled. Yeah. I got you. I got you. I definitely had a similar experience and, you know, I was kind of thinking about whether or not it was because I turned 30 or it was because of, you know, uh, Corona, you know, and quarantine. So <laughs> I, I've been talking to some of my friends who are, you know, a couple of years older and it seems like it is a, a thing that happens when you turn 30. Uh, we need to we need to have a support group for 30 somethings and the uh if it's a similar experience for everybody but uh yeah yeah, yeah. i mean this thing that you see before you now is a product of that feeling of trying to really hone in what i really mm -hmm. want to spend my time doing you know which is getting to yeah. know folks and having deep conversations and this is uh what, what came out of it but no nah, no nah, i hear you man it was a transformative time for for a lot of us and i think for some people they're still going through that transformation uh absolutely 
let's let's jump into some warm-up questions that was just a the, right, the very intro so this first one is what would you like the audience to know about you uh, oh man yeah <laughs> um let's see originally from michigan uh i feel like this is sort of like the two truths and the lie <laughs> no originally from michigan um I have a twin sister and excuse me, moved out here when uh, it was 2015. Um, the Giants were supposed to win a World Series the following <laughs> year, <laughs> or so I was told. Um, and work for the Y, that's where I met Jan. And yeah, uh, still working for the Y actually, just different branch. And uh, yeah, really enjoying my time out here. I have no intention to move. It's it's hard to want to go from, I don't know, a temperature band of 50 to 70 to like negative 10 to 100 back in Michigan or something. So I, re- I really like it here. Yeah, we're pretty spoiled. <laughs> pretty, synopsis, yeah. Pretty spoiled with the weather. Uh, and that's cool, man. I'm glad you are. I, I didn't know you were still with the Y and... No, I'm trying. I'm trying to find my way back somehow, some way, uh, because you know I think. I mean, for me, youth work was very rewarding. Um, you know, outside of all, you know, it doesn't. That's something. Something I thought about through quarantine was like, man, why did I? Why did I leave? And why do I want to come back? And it's all about being of service to to folks. So yeah, yeah, it's a uh, interesting. I just applied to, actually, <laughs> I applied to Burton. For that uh, oh, psych, yeah. for the site coordinator position that I had, you know, passed up way long ago in another lifetime, and we'll see what happens, man. I'm, I'm still waiting to see what if it if it falls through or if it doesn't. Um, but yeah, fingers crossed for you. Good luck. <laughs> thanks, man. Thanks. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. It, it's funny, man, because like I had the I'll, I'll be real with you. Had the interview yesterday, and. It was one of those times where like, you know, when you interview for things, it's like, you know, it's good if you feel good about it. Um, So I felt good about it. I felt like I gave it my best shot, but I did feel like, you know, I think there was a lot of things they were looking for that maybe I wasn't providing. And in my head, it's almost like maybe, you know, if I'm not chosen, which is totally fine, that they were looking for someone else to fit into that role. And I can't control that but yeah it was a very interesting uh feeling and i mean i'm still feeling it because I, I don't know if it's a yes or no but uh we'll, we'll see what happens <laughs> all right fingers crossed for you man thank you sir thank you sir uh my second question for you in the warm-up is if someone were to do if if i were to do something in your honor a way to express the energy you possess what could i do you know if i was going to tell myself today i'm gonna do something in the honor of pete what could I do for you, man? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, and did you make all these questions by yourself? As much as possible, I did. And, I, you know, no, yeah. no idea is original, but <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, I, I like to think it was original. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I like that one. Um, it's funny because, like, what I'm going to suggest is just a projection of what I want to be doing. But I would still like if somebody else did that. Um, it would be maybe like write write a letter to three people that are really important to you that maybe you haven't talked to in a while. Let them know what's up with you, how you're feeling, how they impacted you, how they're 
important to you and how they're still influencing the person you are. And uh, just send it to them unannounced and do that. Because I don't know, like, I, I can keep going, but if this is a warm up question, I don't want to take oh, up no. too much time. <laughs> no, no, don't worry about time, man. It's, uh, it's all good. Okay. Yeah. No, because I feel like um, COVID, it's really changed so many social norms that we have. And I was talking with someone like, watching she, she was watching Mad Men and didn't freak out when people didn't have masks on because you think okay that's 1950s they didn't know about corona but you know you watch a movie from 2019 and everybody is together in a group and you freak out because you think oh my god this is a super spreader event <laughs> <laughs> and, um you know so many things have happened to us socially that have gotten deep into us and it it would be so hard to just snap our fingers and try and act like we were in a normal situation if you know 10 fully vaccinated booster shotted people went into a room without masks i'd still freak out you know it's just been so interwoven into our daily lives now so like i think i suggested that because just it's a way to connect without having to feel like you're doing something wrong even though like it, it's probably safe if you're doing the right thing yeah. i got you and now we know yeah. now we know i think this this question was inspired by feeling like you know we never get a chance to ask this question until it's too late <laughs> and yeah. like you know we wish we had known what to do just to keep that spirit alive uh but yeah no i, I got you actually i something i tried out maybe a couple weeks ago was I just sent a text to, to people maybe I haven't talked to in forever and I'm just like yo just checking in uh, hope you're doing well and that was it yeah. it was a very short message and you know it was interesting to see which people texted back which people didn't um, but either way it, was, it, it felt good if anything just to think that I, I tried to, uh, yeah, yeah. to reconnect and you know spread spread some good vibes uh, so yeah awesome <laughs> and then my last question for you in the warm up is on a scale from one to ten, how well do you know yourself? I, it's whatever the number is. It's getting higher. Um, like there's a, a tip that I got from someone. It was like when you have to choose a number between one and ten, you're not allowed to use seven. <laughs> and so you have to be like either it was. You know, a lower number, or a pretty high number. So, um, probably say an eight. All right, all right, for sure. Why an eight, if you don't yep. mind me asking? Well, I mean, yeah, I, I've been on a journey to make that number uh, a little higher. Like, going to therapy since COVID started has really helped. Um, journaling more, meditating more, just kind of paying a little bit more attention to everything that goes on and pulling on strings when appropriate. Um, and just, you know, trying to figure out where, where it comes from. And it, it's been really, it's been an interesting journey to say the least. But uh, yeah, it, 
everything is really deeply rooted almost in an unconscious way unless you put in the time to really listen or probe i hear you yeah. i hear you and uh, a quick follow-up is what would yeah. you say is your favorite thing about your personality uh, uh i think it's probably my curiosity i think i can ask I'll, well i just ask a lot of questions and um it helps me get to know people and because i'm pretty introverted it, it takes the pressure off me to speak about myself so this is sort of the inverse of what i like but you know you're a homie so all for it and <laughs> um yeah so so just kind of getting to know a person as well as i can through questions and being curious and curious about other things like reading a lot and um, trying to learn about random stuff but yeah I, I like my curiosity a lot it's got me everywhere sounds like sounds like you could do your own podcast <laughs> uh, that that's where it kind of got me to it <laughs> well funny you say that dude um with the why i just started a i don't know what it's going to be called i think it might be called seven by seven but we're, we're trying to do our own humans of new york thing oh man yeah yeah so i had my first two first two interviews last week and they went really well and uh it it was just crazy like i just get to ask questions and pull the strings on people's lives and see what comes out so that was that was really interesting so that's partly why i was excited to do this to see how you craft uh a scenario with questions to bring out whatever comes out so uh yeah i'm taking notes too <laughs> that's awesome man i can't wait to see uh, the product of that and uh, you know what comes up and honestly it's a great experience man like i think yeah. one of the things that people have told me at least other fellow podcasters and when interviewers are like also trying to kind of be aware of the impact it's making on you by talking to so many people and i'm like oh yeah, yeah. you know so it's it's been a it's been fun and great and i can't i can't help but keep it rolling uh but yeah we made it bro to to the main portion of the interview where would you like to choose your own numbers or turn to the wheel of fate uh how many numbers do i choose so here's the thing the conversation kind of flows uh whichever way so on average okay. my guests get through about maybe four to five uh questions from the wheel yeah. and then yeah so it really depends because there's always going to be follow-up questions i'll tell you that <laughs> okay yeah then um I think my favorite number is 25 so we'll start there all right 25 and just a heads up there's an easy medium and hard to each number where would you like to start hmm. uh let's try hard Let, let's see where we're at yeah oh okay here we go <laughs> well this one <laughs> man you say that? well <laughs> You know, I had a someone. I was on someone else's podcast, and they asked me what yeah. the most invasive, like, question I had because some of them can be invasive. Is it you this know? one? No, it's not. <laughs> I think I, th I think you'll dig this one, and I'm kind of curious to see how you define it. But like, drop your pants and cough. What kind of invasive <laughs> are we talking about? Not, not not this one's not that question. So don't worry. Right. But uh, it's simple. Uh, what is your mission? What would you say your mission is? Ooh. Oh, what's the easy version of this? Yikes. No, um, 
What's my mission? I mean, that's what I'm trying to figure out, to be honest. So I don't have a, a mission statement yet. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I think part of it, you know, my handle is Patina Pete. As a hobby, I do leather crafting. Um, so wallets, bags, keychains, belts, that sort of thing. But um, the reason. The, the thing that I'm getting out of it is just making something that'll last. Um, and it just happens to be a physical good in this case, but it's something that is made by care by one person um, with skills they developed all on their own um, with the help of YouTube. <laughs> but, um, you know, it, it's something that I take a lot of pride in and, you know, the things I'm making are uniquely mine. And uh, it, it sort of can't be taken away from me in that respect. So it's, you know, a mission I feel like has to be done only by the person who can do it. Like it can't be for anyone else. So um, like in that sense of mission, like I think Leathercraft is part of it. Um, and I think like finding a way to harness this questioning compulsivity uh, is is another aspect to it. So we'll see what happens with this YMCA series, but I think those two things are part of my mission. Um, and I've like interviewed leather crafters. That was another like way to honor both of those things. Um, creating questions to really get at the heart of, you know, same sorts of things you're trying to get at but um so those two things and i don't know finding a way to like i don't know more and more like i'm becoming preoccupied with global warming and figuring out a way to like in a very as much as i can try and make an impact in that way so um like, I know it won't be with the Y forever, so whatever the jumping off point will be, like, the bridge will be as an effort to, like, help with global warming. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll just say those three for now, but I can't, I can't think of anything else. I got you. I really like the, you know, part of trying to build something that lasts. And do you think, so prior to, to having that awareness, of yourself was there a previous no. mission that you felt like you were undertaking mm. and then you kind of had to either oh, sure. through experience change change it up a little yeah well i mean it's sort of like the what do you want to be when you grow up type questions um and then like those are the first flirtings with sense of mission or purpose um like i wanted to be an illustrator growing up there was a show uh I want to call it Pat's Happy Place, but I don't think that's what it was called because that <laughs> sounds wrong. But um, it was this guy who lived in like a animated world and he would go around and draw things. Um, and I would watch that obsessively. He was like a Bob Ross on shrooms or something. Um, but yeah, growing up, I watched that a lot and thought, yeah, I'm going to be an illustrator or a drawer. Um, and then I bowled a lot, like bowling, strike, that sort of thing. Um, That's what's up, man. I yeah. bowled from five to 20. 
and uh, pulled collegiately for the second best team in the country at the time and uh, thought I was going to go pro. But when I got to college, I pulled against people that eventually would go pro, got my ass royally handed to me and realized <laughs> like I could put in the time and effort to be decent, but you know, at what, you know, there's a big opportunity cost there, you know? So I wasn't willing to do that and stopped bowling and I haven't bowled since really. Um, so that, that was the second, what am I going to do? And then the third has kind of been, I don't know, like trying to figure out what I'm going to do in a way that can sustain me kind of economically because we're all in a capitalist system. You know, a, a quote that um, someone close to me says all the time is we're all compromised under capitalism. Damn. There's so many things we we wish we could do, but can't because it's not in the market's interest or it doesn't have <laughs> like a, like an economic utility to it. So, um, yeah, it, it's, it's more of like aligning, okay, what do I want to do? in a way that overlaps with what the market can feed me for or like reward me with. So um, that that's kind of been the hardest part and like not trying to get rich. Like I've worked for the Y for five years, obviously. <laughs> so um, not, not to hate on the Y, but you know, you don't come to Silicon Valley to work for a nonprofit. Um, you know, I came here because I just didn't want to be in Michigan, um, but still didn't want, and, and just wanted to do work that still felt nourishing in a, on a human level. Um, and so, yeah. Uh, honestly, like crazy that you, I didn't know you wanted to be an illustrator. Do, do you still yeah. draw for fun or like, you know, illustrate randomly? <laughs> I, I haven't, but whenever I do, I remind myself that I should do it more, but it doesn't stick and I don't do it. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Bowling. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. We never we never had a company function at, at a bowling place. Uh, and if, if I'm, and, I'm thankful for that, actually. <laughs> well, why thankful? Why, why thankful? It's this thing where, like, I tell people that I bowled a lot and then we go to a bowling alley and they're like, oh, monkey bowl. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. The thing is, the thing is, if I don't have, you know, like you wouldn't knock a football player for not performing if their shoes were different or like the wrong size and they didn't have padding on, like they, they would suck. Like if, if I don't have my bowling balls that are fit to my hand and like the special shoes that I have, not just the shoes you rent, like I'm going to suck um, or be a lot worse than I could be. And all that stuff is in Michigan, so when I'm out here and people are like, oh, I'm like, well, okay, but don't get your expectations too high. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Well, now I know. This whole time I thought I was a bad bowler, but because I didn't have my own shoes and <laughs> the balls weren't fitted to my hand. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it helps. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I, I wouldn't know. Uh, you know, Bowling became something I, I tried doing for like a little bit. I was like, cool. Yeah. This seems like something I could do once a week and like, you know, kind of. Don't tell me it was at Classic Bowl. Uh, Classic Bowl. I don't think so. Wait, wait. Which one's the, the South which City? One? Uh, the one by Skyline-ish area, like 
fight yeah. closer to the Yeah, it was that that was the one. Yeah. <laughs> what what <laughs> why don't tell you classic? No, book. that's funny. <laughs> no, because I uh I used to live by that for two years and it, it's sort of like where where all the old like Filipino guys go to like just hang out with one another and get away from their family and just drink and smoke. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely that one. Uh, it it la lasted maybe three, four weeks. And then I was yeah. like, man, my arm's getting tired. <laughs> and, like it started to hurt. So I, I kind of slowed down. But yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty dope, man, that you got that in your back pocket. Yeah. If uh, if you ever do want to like make some waves or impress somebody, you'd be like, oh, let's go. Let's go. Yeah, bowling. first date. <laughs> like, I'm not that good, but <laughs> strike. Yeah. Uh, you ever you ever bowl 300? Probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Three. Stick, stick, man. Uh, much props to you. Uh, I'm trying to catch up in some ways. But uh, <laughs> I had another thing, but it, it escaped my mind, which is cool. It's fine. Let's uh, go ahead yeah. and choose another number or turn to the wheel. How you feel? Uh, uh, let's do. I feel like seven would be a trick, uh, a trick question, but I'll, I'll go with seven because you think a lot of people would pick that. So. Seven medium. Seven medium. All right. So, if if your life stages were broken into books, what would you call them? Like the series name, or like the each book. Each book. So um, you could you could give me a range too. So you could be like one to sixteen, one to eighteen. It's all it's all up to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Chapters of my life. Um. I think one to one to eight uh, a struggle <laughs> i was born super premature 10 weeks um and i weighed just over two pounds um I had to be in the nicu for 10 weeks and parents finally got to take me and my twin sister home uh but it, it was not easy there was a lot of doubt if we'd make it um and grew up with speech problems and kind of motor function problems. It was, I, I didn't walk. I walked on my toes badly and they pointed inwards. Um, and I had like Dumbo ears. So like elementary school was rough. I gotcha, I gotcha, damn man. Um, yeah, so a lot of therapy there, um, like physical therapy um, and speech therapy. But got through that, and um, yeah. So so one through eight was struggle, and then eight through let's say eighteen, pretty smooth sailing. We'll just call it smooth sailing. Um, nice, nice. I was lucky enough to like I'm from Michigan originally, and I don't know if school of choice is a thing out here, where you can like pick what. For us, it was what county you want to go to for school. Um, and I was lucky enough to get out of county that I grew up in into another one that had pretty good public schools. And uh, because of that, met a lot of great people, had a lot of great teachers who really believed in their students um, and were dedicated to seeing them grow and succeed. So I was extremely thankful for that. And, you know, uh, making friends came easily enough. Like, there's only so much 
weight you can get by being a, a good bowler. But <laughs> um, I still like it still seems like a sick joke but i i was um athlete of the year of my senior year in high school for bowling like i had a really good year um and it still beat out every football basketball baseball hockey player that we had um and so i got a lot of like side eye i guess you could say <laughs> from, like the the guy athletes um but like i don't know it it got got around and people gave me a little bit of kudos for that so that was cool but um yeah high, high school was you know some people bemoan it and think it was really hard but thankfully for me it wasn't that um it, it was a time where i had my core group of friends and we just hung out all the time we played smash bros almost every night after or every day after school um, we'd watch movies rent them from blockbuster you know, I bet there are people watching you. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> and then everybody else saying, uh, I remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah. N64 for days. Uh, Golden <laughs> Eye. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then uh, let's see. 19 to let's say 23 was exploring. You know, in college, just you get to live on your own which was great. Um, I went to that small bowling school for two years, realized I didn't want to be a bowler and then transferred to the University of Michigan and really loved my time there. Um, it's a giant school and the diversity there is unlike anything I had experienced at that point. Lived in a house with 16 other people. It was like, it was like a multi-million dollar house, which in Michigan is rare. But um, in California, you know, it's an empty lot. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, it, did, it didn't feel like this crazy house because it was a college house, messy and disgusting. But, um, you know, living with 16 other people who were in all different, like we had people in med school, we had people that pursued the arts, they were performing art majors, um, and people who were into literature, people into mathematics, political science, just a big variety. So conversations were very varied and stimulating. Um, and yeah, so when I graduated, I realized I wanted to travel a lot. And um, I ended up joining the Peace Corps. Um, and so I did that when I was 24. So we'll say 24 to 20 five was the world <laughs> the world yeah man um yeah so i got <clears throat> i got i don't want to say stationed um but placed in jordan in the middle east and i was there for uh for training and it got placed in my city um and really enmeshed in there um loved my host family had my own apartment was great and you know, I was beginning to pick up Arabic and speaking it pretty well for only knowing it a couple months and uh, unfortunately we unfortunately we got evacuated um, because of security risks and threats against a couple people in our cohorts lives so they had to just pull us out which sucked because um, you spend all this time 
preparing to go, getting there, learning as best you can the culture, learning what not to do, uh, and trying your best to just be an asset, an ally, and non-problematic, um, and then we got evacuated. Um, but I got relocated to Moldova, which is between Romania and Ukraine. Um, and I was there for a little bit, but I was with all new people. The country staff was totally different. There were only two or three people from my Jordanian cohort that transferred with me to Moldova. So it, it, it was really hard for me and uh, ended up leaving early because I just wasn't in the right mental space for it. I never planned being there. Um, there were lots of things about Jordan that were appealing to me. I really wanted to learn Arabic um, and bring it back to Michigan because there's an incredible amount of Arabic speaking people in the population um, close to where I lived. So that was one of the main reasons I wanted to go. But um, yeah, so I, I left there and then 2015, eventually in October, moved to San Francisco. Uh, then let's say 2015 to 2021 of uh, like, let's say August was San Francisco slash relationship. Um, I was with somebody for five and a half years and it's recently ended but um like that was that was a big period of growth you know i, I hadn't really had a relation a romantic relationship for longer than i don't know nine months at that point so like most of it was uncharted territory uh learned a lot about myself for better and worse <laughs> um and also, like, uh, got to just see what life is like when it's shared deeply with somebody else. And it was awesome. Um, and, like, we, we traveled the world together um, in 2018. Um, we started in New Zealand and worked our way up to Japan over 10 months. Um, which was sort of like a mini retirement. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, we learned a lot from each other and uh, we're, we're on good terms. We were texting earlier today, but um, yeah, like we <laughs> survived most of the pandemic together, um, but it was just clear, like the things we wanted weren't compatible. And so let's land the plane smoothly and then go our separate ways. Um, so that was the, that chapter or book. And then from September onward, it's sort of like, I, I don't have a title for that one yet. Yeah. I'm still trying yeah. to figure it out, you know? But, um, you know, like, like I said, like, you know, I was in a relationship for five years. It's been a long time since I only had to worry about me. Um, like go to sleep when I want eat whatever I want, <laughs> <laughs> you know, just stupid, stupid, like selfish stuff, but yeah. you know, it has uh, a decent impact on my well-being and like steadiness throughout a day. Um, and I'm also able to like be a little more tuned to myself and my needs. Um, 
and able to just probe them and figure out a little bit better what they are um, or what I want to do um, and how to like work my way towards that. So yeah, I think that's my life in book form so far. Bro, I just want to thank you uh, for, for sharing all that. I think there was a lot of things that, that came up that sometimes I'm not sure what people are comfortable with sharing, but definitely appreciate you for, for being open to to all that. You know, being premature, I think, <laughs> well, my, I want to go, I'm trying to go yeah. from the beginning to forward. From the uh, womb. <laughs> from, <laughs> from the womb to the tomb. Yeah. Oh, I never heard that one. I like that. Uh, from the I haven't either, to but I like it. <laughs> hey, there you go. Now we like we are calling Trademark. it right now. Yeah, that you you came up with that one, and I, I have a feeling it's gonna pop I'm up. Sam. <laughs> Six forty three, October fifth, twenty twenty one. From the womb to the tomb. Uh, yeah, being premature, man. I, crazy, two pounds, man, with a, a twin. Yeah, man, like, and I, I can't imagine what your folks were going through at the time. You know, just just holding out hope, but you pushed through, you persevered, and then you know made it to made it to smooth sailing, like as, as you would say. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. in- interesting thing about high school uh, experiences, and I never have gotten really a chance to talk about it with more people, but you know, similar yeah. vein, I felt like I had a pretty good experience as well. Uh, you know, I was a kid who was trying to to be good and do all those things so navigating through high school was, was pretty chill and like just uh talking to i don't know it sounded like you had some good teachers and good adults around you yeah. and i think you know for the most part like you can feel when when someone's trying and that's where i was i was in a building where a lot of adults were really doing their best to to help out the future right uh and then down like college and I remember you mentioned the Peace Corps, but I never really got all those details that you kind of shared. What an experience, bro. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, with... You know how people say, like, is your life interesting enough for someone to want to read? I think you got one, bro. (laughs) I think if you you were able to to somehow uh, encapsulate everything that you went through into a story... I think it's a it's a worthy yep. read. Um but yeah. Off to a good start. Yeah. <laughs> uh I do wanna ask you, um, because I'm curious, as a curious person and you know, you're interviewing folks or like in your daily lives, what's what's a question that pops up for you that, that you naturally just like wanna ask folks, you know, when when you're getting to know them? Mm. I don't know like it's so context dependent you know it questions really only come up when people give me something to work with like I I don't have you know a list of pre-made questions um, <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but yeah uh, uh, and I don't know like I went to school for creative writing at Michigan um, and like you'll you'll learn there are two usually um two types of writers people who like planning everything out beforehand and people who figure it out on the on the way and then edit back to something sensible and uh i I wonder if it's the same with question making where there are people who have 
a list of questions that you know they they filter through and pull from when appropriate and then there are people who kind of shoot from the hip and do it based off of the situation um but yeah i i fall into that second half um but it like more than anything i and this is more recent than anything but i think a lot about incentives like mm. what why why things are the way they are and it, it a lot of it can be explained with incentives um what do you mean how so yeah like and usually it's in context of like I don't know, a business or something but you know say say a bank and this this is like kind of what's what's happening right now in this part of the world but like in the in the crypto space okay let's, let's do it let's do it <laughs> yeah yeah this isn't gonna go too deep but like in the crypto space like say a bank tells all the people who are members of that bank will finally allow you to invest in crypto through our platform and you know they make all these press releases and um it seems really uh bullish or positive for whatever they're allowing their people to invest in um only do you find out later that the bank has a huge stake that they've been accumulating for months um before they make this announcement so the thing that they've already accumulated can now appreciate and they make money um and whatever happens afterwards is kind of i don't know unimportant um at least for them as money making people um like incentives in that way like why are they telling people okay now you can do it oh it's because we've you know covered our ass and have a big stake already and now it can go up for allowing it um mm. but also with kids like um you know we both worked in youth fields like we would see kids act out wildly um and we would think or i would think like why and you know sometimes kids come from households that are dysfunctional period um and they don't have those people that are trying to make them the best person they are it's heartbreaking um and so like why would they think acting out is okay maybe it's because that's the only way they could get attention in the house because because everything else was already crazy they had to just act very crazy to get attention um like things like that where i don't know just trying to view it through that lens it, if anything like on a human level it's it's as a way to like build empathy and then like outside of the human sphere it's a way to like try and figure out it's usually like how some corporation is trying to take advantage of people that seems to be what happens most commonly yeah man for sure i uh i'm fi- trying to figure out a way to fight against it but you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, f- I feel like it's a it's a losing battle almost every day and you know i try not to think about it and try to like just really focus on 
you know, what small things can I be doing to, to kind of push things in the right direction? Uh, but yeah, it's like, I, don't, I honestly don't know. You know, one of my questions is like, what generation or decade would you live in? And also what location? So when I think about that for myself, I'm trying to think of a time like, do I have to go? I don't know, maybe like the 1200s of america before anybody came on came Fuck out here that, man. well like this is what i'm saying like, <laughs> if i if i want to feel the community that i'm searching for uh, and trying okay. yeah. and yeah 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 like like keeping it in you it, know yeah what's the thing you're trying to get most of yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um yeah I'm, and so that, that was just a thought like where where would i want to be to to kind of be away from like i guess the capitalist mindset and you know, I'm, I'm not yeah. trying to say, you know, like I, I honestly, you know, I don't know if you know too, too much about socialism and why it, we, it has such a bad connotation. And it's like for a person who doesn't hasn't done my research and, you know, doesn't know, like, like I, I yearn for independence, but I also yearn for a way to help everyone around me. And there has to be some kind of like middle ground or like something that allows me to do that so i don't know man it's a yeah it's more than what we could talk about in the next 10 minutes before this podcast is over but yeah yeah, yeah. we'll 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 uh capture that ne- another time but yeah man just to let you know we we kind of made it to to the final stretch at this point wow. uh, i want i want to thank you again for stopping by i hope it's been fun for you i think it's been a great conversation on my end so Absolutely. thank you again uh would you like to hit one more number or i think we got time for one more if you if you have one in mind uh i'll do three or 13 and you can pick whichever one's the best fit all right all right three or 13 um so i'm gonna go with 13 and it's gonna be medium it is what are you jealous of uh i'm jealous of magicians bro like i i I wish i knew some magic tricks man like (laughs) but yeah yeah for for you first first rule of magicians is you can't tell the the secret (laughs) um what am i jealous of um Uh, yeah that's a good question um usually when i think of like if if i do feel jealousy towards people it's half the time it's because they're doing something that i didn't make myself do and so i'm jealous that they push themselves to do it that's half half the time usually but sometimes the other half is just like you didn't have to do anything to get this thing that you're doing you know, it, it's like a trust fund situation or like a, a born born into a certain family or um, <laughs> I don't know, your parents own a house in California. So like, you know, it's going to get passed down to you. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I know some folks. Like, I, I'm never going <laughs> to buy a house here. <laughs> um, so, so it usually is like one of those two types. Um, and I'm just trying to get better at like distinguishing which is which 
And if it is the first one where it's like, I'm jealous that you did this and I didn't do it myself, like it, it falls under the, the realm of possibility for me. Um, and it's like, okay, let's dial that back a minute. And you really want to do that work to get to wherever they are. And most of the time it's no. Like I didn't want to become a pro bowler as much as I thought it would be awesome to be. But, um, you know, like career-wise, maybe I should learn coding because I think I could do it. And like, I'm jealous that these people are getting, you know, quarter of a million dollar paychecks every year. And so yeah. that's on me. Let's, let's join the code camp, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, man, if, uh, yeah. something that crosses my mind all the time. And yeah, right. <laughs> computer science. <laughs> yeah. But all right, man. Well, we'll end it. End the numbers at that that point. And you made me think about. It. I like how you broke it down as far as the two sides of jealousy. Of you know, like for me, magicians because you know they put in the work and I didn't, and I don't think I ever could. And then for someone who I feel like you know has trust funds or whatever. My, when when I was young. Yeah. And I wanted to be a rapper. The biggest person I hated on was uh, Lil Romeo, because <laughs> his dad was Master P, and he he had like yeah. the track to be a young rapper. So, my bad, Lil Romeo, if you watch this. But what, what was your uh, rap name? Oh, so many, tell. man. All right, I'll, t- I'll tell you the ones that I went through. But um, the very first one was just Youngsta. Uh, you know, young, young, like, I like that. young Sta. And then I went with my initials, JMR, for a little bit. Um, and then I really, really dug Lone Prophet because I was coming from a Catholic school. And, you know, um, I was really, like, in tune with my religion at that time. And, like, the Lone Ranger, Lone Prophet, I was an only child. So I really felt like, okay, this is what it's going to be. And then um, as I got older, when I got to college, uh, I really liked Zilla, Z-I-L-L-A. And yeah. it was almost the reverse of Lone Prophet because I was like, it's what you get without God is Zilla. So that's how I kind of introduced myself with, to, to folks. And then uh-huh. after that, and like my most recent ones, I, I went by Goods, G-O-O-D-S, which um, stood for Good Samaritan when I was really into about like serving people and like, you know, I just want to bring good vibe. It's Goods. Yeah. And, and then after that, my final one, Try to do the J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar thing. Just went by my name, Jan. <laughs> J-A-N-N. That was going to be my rapping like name. Not like J-Dot? <laughs> nah, nah, not J-Dot. Not J-Dot. Um, <laughs> I felt like there was a guy named J-Period, which I didn't want to, like, kind of you uh, know, copy off of. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, my the latest one I was ever known by was just my name, Jan. And, yeah, I mean... That kind of took a backseat when I started pursuing Hella Hungry, where, where you met me at. And then, yeah, Hella Hungry was an experience. And I also, one of those things I realized was that I'm not of the capitalist mindset. And that doesn't work when you're trying to create a business. So, yeah, I had to, like, switch lanes again. But the thing I learned about Hella Hungry was, you know, I don't know if you remember, I was trying to do interviews with the whole thing. Like, I'd have people wear the brand and then I would interview them about what they're yeah, motivated yeah, for. Yeah. That, I, I can't let go. And that's what made me think what really mattered mm-hmm. to me was those interviews. It wasn't about making money yeah. for clothes. So, and here we are. 
and 34 questions and if i was going to be a rapper or if i was going to come out now i'd probably go by 34 uh just that number kind of like resonates with me yeah (laughs) but growing up i had uh asthma so my my I, I lived a mile away from 8 Mile, and as a white dude, like, you have to have some sort of rap name, because Eminem is, was, and still is, like, you know, one of the goats. Yeah, um, yeah. And mine was uh, Pee Weezy the Asthmatic. Pee Weezy the Asthmatic. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. you, you yeah. ever, did you ever write any bars? Did you ever... Uh, no. No? no, no, no. <laughs> no, I just had, like, I don't know, a tagline. It was like, you don't know this kind of tough, tough ass. Oh, okay. <laughs> Stupid stuff, man. Hey, no, man. You, you definitely would have a better future than me. <laughs> we all started from somewhere. I like that, though. I like that. Pee Weezy. <laughs> Making me That's spit on my drink, man. My it's bad. Funny. My bad. Uh, well, all right, good. man. We, we, we made it to the final stretch. Before we get to the closeout questions, I do this exercise with my guest called the 34th Mantra. Um, so mm-hmm. it's just a fill in the blank, real quick, real short. But the phrase is, I am, I can, I will. I am blank, I can blank, I will blank. How would you fill that in for you? Uh, I am questioning. I will attempt. And then what's the final one? I will, or, or I can. I... Oh, sorry, I think I jumped it. Um, no, you're good, you're good. I will... I will persevere. For sure. For sure. Now, if you ever need a reminder or, you know, you, you come out with your book and, and you need that, that push for yourself, you have this little soundbite uh, to, to yeah. help push you along. Um, here we go. Final stretch. And this next question is actually a question from my previous guest. Let me just flip through it. Whew. Oh yeah, this 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 one's uh, from Scarlet. Shout out to Scarlet for your question. Her question for you is, uh, how dark is your darkest? Like, how how dark can you get sometimes? Ooh. Yeah, I know. I was like, <laughs> what a Scarlet, crazy question. Man. At the end? <laughs> yeah, at the end. Yikes. Um, you know that that's a really good question because it's so subjective. Like my dark can feel horribly dark, but you know, then I hear stories of people who like can't get out of bed for weeks and I've never been there. Um, mm-hmm. Thankfully, nothing. Um, so, I mean, my, my dark is dark. Like it, it, it's recursive. It's mostly self-involved. It's, you know, just playing back things that have gone wrong. Um, and blaming myself for it um and then it then it becomes like finding ways out of that and like one way is to like i don't know i love running so like going on a run until i forget everything you know i'm just in that run and then i come out of it and you know i'm not in that place anymore with the endorphins course um or it's like reaching out to other people. It's, you know, writing a letter to somebody or like just talking to a friend and connecting that way. Um, so yeah, my, my dark, it's dark, 
and like I try and have it allow me to connect with other people. Like when when shitty things happen, you're like, oh, this is how somebody's lives get really derailed. You know, this is how people get blindsided and it wasn't their fault. You know, trying to make it a opening towards empathy as best I can. Um, and just being way more humble because, you know, it's so easy, like in your, your early twenties or like teenage years before anything happens, we're like, I got everything, you know, I figured it all out. And then like life puts you in the, in the tumble dry mode and you're like, oh, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> um, and then you come out, you're like, what, what's happening? Um, but then you can like refocus and just come out a little more empathetic and hopefully a little less just it, just softer on the edges i guess um mm. yeah uh, who, who who thought of this uh our uh this Rachel? was oh this this one this was a yeah. Scar- scarlet scarlet oh scarlet sorry yeah yeah no you good you good scarlet, yeah, yeah. Great, great question scarlet uh you know i might yeah. have to ha- i might add this to the collection here um yeah yeah it's a good one and my, my next question for you man oh first off thanks for for you know sharing that i know yeah. <laughs> that one was a hard one um but what question would you like to ask the next guest that comes on to 34 questions ah. oh i see this is sort of like the starbucks pay for the person behind you in line yeah yeah well for <laughs> I me like that. I, I like to connect folks right like so even though you guys might never meet you scarlet asked you this question and now you're going to ask the next person this question so in somehow some way some form um you guys have been connected you know okay i have a question um if you knew that failure wouldn't destroy your life what would you pursue? I gotcha. If you knew failure yeah. wouldn't destroy your life. Uh, yeah. If you knew failure in this um, attempt, I don't know. Like, if you knew failure, if you knew you, like, you see what I'm trying to get at? Like, yeah, if you yeah. knew you couldn't, uh, like, destroy your life attempting this thing, what would you attempt? I got you. And it can't be like seeing how much you can drink. It has to be like a a, a pursuit, like uh, that you you've been wanting to do but haven't done. That. I got you. I'm definitely. Yeah, that's my question. Curious who who ends up with this question. I can never tell because people reschedule, people, you know, switch things around. And uh, right. I always I always give it up to the universe, man. Like how things kind of fall fall into place, fall into line. Um, so yeah. I'll, I'll let you know who who ends up answering this one for you. Uh, and, for sure. And then my last question for you, man. The question that ties everything together. Uh, it's about a hundred, <laughs> two hundred years from now or so. You have your great 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 grandchildren watching this. What would you tell them? <clears throat> I want them to tell me everything. I'd want to know what's going on. <laughs> um, are we on Mars? You know, um, tell them like just because everything's different from how it is now doesn't mean 
it doesn't like stop you from the need to be kind to one another. I don't know. Like I'm trying to think of something like pithy, but um, <laughs> no, I mean like as as crazy as the world seems, you can always still be kind to one another and. Yeah, I think that'll be as important 200 years from now as it is today. Um, it's much needed today, so I can only imagine 200 years from now. Yeah. I got you, man. Uh, any last things you'd like to add before we head out of here? No, man. There's so many questions I want to ask you, but I can't flip the script, so we'll just have to meet up sometime. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, I, I was going to ask if you had any questions for me because I'm always asking the questions on this show, but... No, we we can yeah. definitely save it for another time. Um, I'm gonna I'm thinking about having a series where I have guests who actually because you know you're not the first person to be like man I wish I asked you some questions. Um, where yeah. I have my guests come back and we do like a 34 answers kind of thing. Um, yeah. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we'll see. I'll, I'll definitely keep you in the loop about that. But uh, sure. once, once again, just want to thank you. Super grateful, gracious. Uh, you came on by to to help me build this thing, man. Uh, you know, it's it's uh, person by person. My whole goal is like I want to get that Guinness World Record of, you know, most people interviewed. And the thing yeah. is, I looked it up and no one's claimed it, even though I know there's folks who have done way more than I have. <laughs> but there's no claim. <laughs> we could have it hold it for like, I don't know, a couple minutes and still have that framed, you know? Dude, dude, it's a it's a dream. And it's this is, my, you know, people ask me what my mission is. This is it really uh so i love it man thank you thank you does it feel right i i guess this will be my question like you know when you hit on something you're like oh this this is a deep vein like i can keep going here like does it does it feel i don't know like you've done hella hungry i'm sure like we all have a lot of false starts but does this feel like i don't how do, how does it feel i don't want to no yeah it uh it feels more right than anything else I've ever attempted in my life, you know? Yeah. Uh, everything, all the false starts or failures or, like, mistakes that I've made makes me feel like it has been built up to this point. And I just want to yeah. keep it going, you know? And like, And, you know, as far as trying to monetize this and, you know, make it something bigger than, uh, like, just a hobby, uh, I wouldn't mind if this was, like, you know... A big reason why I want to get back working with youth is because, you know, I want to serve the youth in the, as my day job and then have this podcast where I can serve adults in, in a certain way. Uh, it makes it completes my life and all that stuff. And yeah, it's it's been a, it's been a great feeling. And, you know, there's days when I do get tired or like maybe a little burnt out and, sure. you know, I need to slow it down, but I miss it. it you know, it's an itch that I need to scratch. Uh and then when I get into like the mode of having folks on and having these conversations, it's like, I need to do this again tomorrow. Or I need to do this. Like and when I first started, I was, I was trying to do like 10 interviews a week. And, um, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you, yeah. you're eager. You, you don't know how it all works yet. Don't know how to pace. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah. No, my, my most was four in one day. And I remember by the fourth one, I was pretty much like, it felt, I felt bad because I wasn't at my best. Yeah. You can't remember it. Yep. Yeah. Um, but now, yeah, I've, I've kind of find it, I'm trying to find a rhythm. Um, I wish I, I could do 10 a week because then that would t- definitely like 
get me closer to that number <laughs> but uh yeah yeah I, i'm fine taking it slow uh and and i think for me what's been great is that i've been able to do it with folks who have been a part of my life you know small or big yeah. you know i, I want to really show folks that like hey like i <laughs> from my perspective it's it's really been like you know you've had an impact you know you, you're a part of my story mm -hmm. um and yeah so it, it's been it's been awesome man and hopefully right, like final, I, final question yeah yeah go for it you had like in in that vein like have you had grandparents on or like people higher up like because what a a thing to treasure eventually you know having yeah. that sort of connection so a big reason why I never, well, the big reason why this began too is that I never knew my yeah. grandparents. I never had a chance to kind of like uh, talk to them and get to know them as people. So I'm all like, damn, yeah. I really missed a chance. Uh, so I wanted to create that platform. And I've had my folks on here. I've had some older aunties and oh, yeah. uncles and stuff. Yeah, uh, they, they're number two and number three as far as uh, the episode count. <laughs> but uh yeah, it's. Yeah. I want to continue doing it for them too, cause I think that would be valuable for for my kids and their kids, you know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I want if I was gonna monetize it somehow, like I would hope I could like uh, offer it as a service to to seniors, you know, and mm -hmm. because I feel like there are some seniors who may not have a chance to to record you know how they talk and what their experience is and it's like i don't know someone told me i should make it a non-profit you know make it uh donation based you know like i go around to senior homes and be like hey i'm a guy trying to record your story uh would you be interested and see how that works out uh but right now during covid during quarantine it's not like a feasible thing so I'm not, i haven't really tried to do it uh but when, when things kind of get you know back to normal in some way and i can enter those spaces yeah that's definitely something that i've kind of like wanted to gear that focus into uh but i mean honestly young old uh it it's it's that story that perspective of where you are in your life at that point so yeah, yeah. like the young people that i've had on i would hope every five five years or so i can interview them again just to see how that growth mm. has happened and you know how things yeah. are changing for them uh yeah but back there answer and scare the shit out of them you're like oh my god i said that <laughs> which you know you know I, like like think about the people who are going to be watching this for you you know it's like it's really right now your friends yeah. and family to if they're interested in in hearing you like you know be interviewed so uh yeah, yeah if, if you know any folks that might find this valuable Feel free to, to let them know to stop by and I would love to have them on. I think that's the biggest, like the most, most solidifying way I can create a community or connection is if I have folks like yourself, guests, you know, reach out to the people they know and be like, yo, you know, this is what is happening. This is how you can be a part of it. Uh, and yeah. yeah, so no pressure, but yeah, I would, <laughs> off camera, yeah. I would ask you the same thing. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate that. I'll, uh, yeah. I'm down to answer all questions because this is also a way for me to to put my walls down um, and kind of like be able to exp open myself up too. Uh, so yeah, I'm all for it, man. You hear Here, that? Here's an idea. Oh, yeah. when you, um, how many? What what number are you at? Where where do I fall in? As far as episode? Yeah. Um, I want to say like you're you're prob probably like 130 something right now. 
Oh, wow. Alright, then, like, randomly pick 34, have them each submit a question, and then you, like, do the same process on yourself and answer Ooh. those. You know? Ooh. I got gotcha. you. Cool. I got. Gotcha. But see, that's the thing. I, I would want that person to be on here to ask me that question. Uh, well, I th- have them record it. You know. I got you, man. I got you. Well, it's sort of like an AMA, but very personalized. Yeah, yeah. I will. I will do that. I will do that. I, I like that. Uh, I'm. I'm really bad at uh, promoting and involving myself in like <laughs> social media, so. Yeah, if I'm super yeah. quiet on social media, it's not because I'm not doing anything. It's just I hate doing it, man. I need to hire someone it, to do it. Honestly, that's worth looking into. Like the the person I was with for five and a half years, she has her name is on the socials, uh, Hey Berna. Um, and, you know, for a while she was trying to do it all. Like she had her own Slack community. She had her own Instagram, Facebook promotion and all the side deals with companies and having to be the email liaison between all of those things, it was just impossible. And then she finally hired a manager um, and like a business coach and that changed everything for her. And of course there's expenses with that, but they allow, it's like getting a bigger engine in a car, yeah, it's gonna use up more gas, but you can go faster um, and it, it becomes worth it. So. I don't know. Like, if, if you're on the fence, at least like put feelers out there, and like the way that you're finding people through community as guests, like figure out who are good people in that like business space to use, because you don't want to find people off Google or something. You know? <laughs> you people that you can you can trust or like have people that can vouch for them. Um, yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, it, it feels less genuine but yeah just just a thought it's been on my mind i've been looking into like pr firms or whatever like i i just need to yeah i need to find some people i can i can leave that stuff to because that is definitely that does not bring me joy Uh, but if it brings joy to you then yeah please help me out (laughs) Uh, yeah i'll 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 connect you with someone I appreciate that, man. Uh, we could talk about yeah. it more off camera. But uh, Pete, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, thank you again, sir. Awesome, man. Yeah, no, and let's not wait five years. Let's not. Let's not. Honestly, I will. We'll, we'll be in touch, man. And this has been a great way yeah. to keep in touch with folks too. Um, I know it's always hard, right? It's always like, do I? When do I reach out? Why do I reach out? Like, it's cool to say hey, but are we really going to be able to talk and like, you know, get to know where, where everybody's at? So yeah, thank yeah. you for the opportunity to to catch up with you, man. Um, Absolutely. Thank you, and I want to thank all the folks out there. If you're tuning in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube, appreciate your time as well. Thank you. Uh, remember to reach out, reach forward. As always, much love, and we'll catch you guys next time on Thirty Four Questions. See you on Friday. So peace. And then it, it flows out that way. Uh, but yeah, man. Oh man, this was awesome. For sure. I hope I hope you guys.